Hi, and welcome back to Shear 75. Today we'll be continuing Semen Lamed Bays with Sif Gimel. Sif Gimel will go through the type of ink that is required for Ksivas Tfilin, for writing the parshas of Tfilin. There's an Alecha Meshri Sinai that says that a Sefer Tfilin and Mezuzah need to be written with Diyai. Now, generally, we translate Diyai to mean black ink. However, it's clear from the Gemara and the Paiskin that, that when we say Diyai, we may be referring to maybe a more specific, particular type of ink. Diyai is usually made from parts of a tree, either the bark or sap, boiled in water and mixed with other natural ingredients. Maya fatsim, a derivative of a gallnut, when it's, we ha- you have an object called a gallnut when it's boiled, it produces a type of pigment and it's common ingredient in ink that's used today by cipher and was used throughout the generations. Rabbeinu Tam in the Gemara and Gittin is of the opinion that diyai is only kosher if it does not contain any me'afatim. The Rush, on the other end, learns that although me'afatim by itself is not kosher for its fillin, if it is mixed with other ingredients and other components, then it may be used for writing stam, which stands for sefer tzfilin emzuzus. Rambam learns that the Torah was never makbut on a particular type of diyai per se. Rather, as long as the ink is black and it's miskayim, meaning it won't fade away by itself then it's kosher. However, one should try to use an ink that's not permanent, and if needed, it can be erased. This would possibly exclude the addition of ingredients called kuma and kankantum, which the function of these ingredients cause the ink to be much more permanent. But as we said, even going to the Rambam, ink that contains these kuma and kankantum would still be kosher for stam. Now let's see the Shulchan Aruch. Says Shulchan Aruch, Yechtevein b'diyai shachar, bein sheyesh b'yai me'afatim, bein shalai b'yai You write it with black diyai, whether or not it has me'afatim in it. The Shulchan Aruch holds that even with afatim mixed in, it's still valid. The Bi'ar Lecha understands that the Shulchan Aruch's shita is going according to the Rush, who holds that any style mixture of diyai is kosher as long as it's not just afatim. The Ramah then says that we should use diyai made from ashan etzim, aishamanim, shurim b'meafatim, a type of byproduct when you burn up etzim and the smoke leaves off some type of uh, soot or whatever it is, or some type of oil that comes from the trees, these things mixed with meafatim is a proper thing to use for ksivas parashas of tefillin. This is perhaps in order to fit the sheets of the Rambam, who holds a lechatechila, we should not use something very permanent, and when we write with ashan etzim or shamanim, these things cause the ink to be very easily erasable. Lamaisa, the Mishaburah, says that all shitas hold that minadin, mixing ink together with kuma and kankantum, would be kosher, and that is what we are knowing to use today, a mixture of me'afatim, kuma and kankantum, in order to prevent the ksav from getting easily erased or smudged, and then it would get ruined if it gets any moisture or sweat. Therefore, we try to use a much more durable recipe to make lasting ink. So now how far does this halacha of requiring black ink go? The Shulchan Aruch says that even if one letter or even a part of a letter, even the tip of a yud is written in a color other than black, says the Shulchan Aruch, these are apostle and there's no difference between whether it's red ink, gold ink, or even very dark blue, close to black. If it's not black, it would not be kosher for its fillin. What would be the halacha if somebody writes a kosher ksav in black ink and then he sprinkles a gold powder on top of this ink? So the Shulchan Aruch says that while the gold is on the black ink, it's enough to passel the writing and it would not be allowed to be used in its current state. However, being that at one point we had a kosher ksav, then he's allowed to scrape off the gold flecks and restore the original black writing and it wouldn't be a problem of fixing a parsha of Tzillin Shalaika Seder even if the whole thing was finished already, being that he didn't write the letters over, rather he just removed the psal 
In this case, he would not have an issue of Kisidron. However, if he sprinkled this gold powder onto one of the Shemas of Hashem, then he's stuck because scraping the gold off is considered Mechikas Hashem, which the Bir Lacha says is not Mamish Mechikas Hashem, but it's close to it, and therefore it would be us to scrape the gold off. And it wouldn't even help to right over on top of the gold flex with another layer of black because its upper layer would not have a den of a ksiva if it's on top of a colored ink. So just to sum up today's share, we said we need black diyai and today we're going to use a mixture of meyafatim with kuma and kankantam, thereby creating a more stable ink. Parenthetically, this ink can be erased by scraping it with a knife or a razor blade. When we say that it's not able to be erased, this is referring to using water to erase or to dissolve the ink. We said using meyafatim alone is puzzle, and even if there are just specks of gold on top of the ink, it would still render the ksav puzzle unless you remove the gold, and it would not help to write black on top of the gold. And if you wrote Hashem Hashem and then there's gold on that, then we said there is no tikkun. Have a great day.